Welcome back to the show, Chris Evan, Travis Reynolds. We are live, live from Midco Studio in Grand Center. Big thanks to Jeff Jones from the Belleville News Democrat for stopping by. You can read Jeff's stories online, hockey coverage, Cardinals coverage, all kinds of fun stuff. So big shout out to Jeff and his continued success. Travis is here. Gardsy is here. How is the smoke? Is it getting colder? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it dropping? Mm-hmm. We the like, hawk what? Uh, yeah, I knew it was hawking this morning on my way to the bus when a gust of wind, a continuous gust of wind hit me and I couldn't keep my hood on. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. I, I it really, comes. I want to talk to people who've moved here in the last three months and just apologize. Like how, what the, has the last just month been in regards to weather? brutally cold then an immediate shift to very warm mm-hmm. uh, then we had this i had the abnormal, scooter out yesterday yeah i had the abnormal spring weather over the weekend it took a 30 minute ride in forest park beautiful not a cloud in the sky and now right back to gray cold potential snow christmas was nice really yeah nice. christmas was nice christmas was like uh, high 50s uh low 60s hmm. it was yeah it's just such a i, I feel terrible for anybody who's uh just recently moved here. <laughs> like, this is even more abnormal than we're used to. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, oh my God. I, I, on Sunday, I went to a Super Bowl party and I had on basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. You would have had those on. Oh, well, you anyway. wear those as yeah. underwear. Yeah, it could have been underwear. Like, just, good good point, man. Sometimes games break out. And so, that is my oh, favorite yeah. fragrance yeah. on a candle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we know. That's the, what is it, Yank Me Candle? Okay. Mm. I believe it is. Mm. Trav, you're a big fan of. Uh, Social media. Um, I I, like I'm going to retire because something important happened to me yesterday, and I just wanted to thank all my uh, all my haters and oh boy. all the people for believing what in happened? me, uh, the good Lord up above, and uh, all of the wonderful people who have supported me through everything because it's over. I'm shutting it down. It's not getting any better. Yesterday, there was a question on Twitter. Okay. Uh, it said, who is your first celebrity crush? And I, uh, I was honest, and I made an emoji with some hearts around it, and I tagged the great uh, Kathy Ireland, who's a CEO now, but uh, was a very famous super bo- supermodel in the 90s, and you'll remember her from uh, Necessary Roughness, mm-hmm. where she played a kicker. I think she had a couple of really cool Dorito ads, too. I, you bet she did. Sports Illustrated covers, all that good stuff. So I said, Sp- uh, Kathy Ireland, and it wasn't even close. <sighs> what came next will... Thrill us all. What not on one, happened? but not on one, but what the? Oh no! Platforms. We got Kathy Ireland. Oh, okay, she likes it. Okay, cool. Could be good something. for her. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, but there's more. What? <clears throat> not only on Twitter, but also on Instagram. The great Kathy Ireland now follows your boy. What? That's right. You think she? You think she? I think listening. An assistant or an agent. You think she's listening right now? I know. Probably. You so. probably. Hey, Kathy, girl, mm-hmm. looking good. I bet. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby girl. Hey, why are you talking? Oh to her no, like my that? bad. She didn't follow. That's you. really cool. You follow my friend. Mm-hmm. I got a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mine's more entertaining. You don't use it? Is it? You don't use it? But I was my old stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'll come back to Twitter if Kathy Ireland follows me. You would? Yeah. Well, I mean, you came back to Twitter briefly. I had to catch up on my news. Uh-huh. Okay, look at you. You should retire. It's a big day. It is a big day. Who would have thought? You would have thought, like, in 2020, Kathy Ireland would be following me. Full circle. 
It is. Is that because she used to stalk her? Very gross. We didn't ever stalk her. <laughs> she was on the cover of magazines, sure, and I would sure, see her. Sure, she was sure. in a movie. Yeah, yeah. You bring up necessary roughness a lot. Mm-hmm. Love a that movie. A lot. Interviewed Sinbad. <laughs> That's right. Scott Bakula loved him too. I think she still, still keeps do. up with them. Still think because of the cast. Think she. Oh, you think they hang out? You, you think, think they go get coffee? Think she used to think, text Robert hey, Loja. Jason, Jason Bateman, uh, meeting up with Sinbad and the guy who was uh, Paul Giamatti's brother, who was uh, played a role in it. We're gonna all hang out. Why not? That's how it works. So yeah, I just want to let you all know, my day was better than yours. Oh, so I'm trying to think uh, who my first crush would have been. Who was your first? Yeah, who was crush? it? I don't know. I know mine. Mine is easy. Mine was. Uh, the gorgeous uh, Tatiana Ali on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. She was okay. gorgeous. She was just like I was like, ah, oh, so smart. Her, uh, her, and uh, uh, Chili from TLC. I can't. Huge, huge, huge. Think of those who two. Mm. Fine women. Oh, Fine women. My friend, I mentioned my gentleman friend like the other Linda day. Linda Ronstadt or something. Mentioned that old his ass. first <laughs> crush was uh, <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, I've never been Linda Ronstadt. Okay. Like Mary Tyler Moore. Cindy Lauper. Uh, keep going. Yeah, we're getting close. Travis wants to play the game. Oh, you want to go deep? Okay. Ivanka yeah. Trump. The thing is, yeah. I'm not searching for a name really. Right. That I'm look like I'm trying to figure out what that name is. Like I don't even know what it is. I'm not sure. B. Arthur. No. <laughs> now I think of that joke from the roast. Loretta Levine. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck Andy Dick's pussy with B. Arthur. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Jeff a good Rose. one. Yeah, this is uh, Chris's right here. Uh, she reigns in Spain. I remember that issue. I had that one. What's up, Kathy? It, feel, it feels like times are just so much simpler. Like, look at the magazine cover. There's no 85 other topics on the cover. It's yep. just a beautiful woman and a simple title. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Things seemed so much more simple back then. Now, Elizabeth Hurley, Mm-mm-mm. she's my Hall of Famer. Nice quality white woman. Black Sheep says the Pink Ranger. No, I would have been a, someone Voltron related. Uh, She-Ra, maybe She-Ra was my first Yeah, singer. I was going to say how many, uh, they, they hit it in Wayne's World, but how many uh, little boys were confused when Bugs Bunny threw on the uh, lipstick uh-huh. and... Fake to be a girl bunny. Could She-Ra have been <clears> my first? <throat> She-Ra, huh? I'm, d- I'm just trying to make sense of this. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. I'd have to... No judgment. I'd have to really sit down and figure it out. Like, a lot what of 90s kids would probably say, like, Topanga or uh, Winnie Cooper's the all-time. Winnie right? Cooper. Um, oh, uh, could it have been Salil Moonfry? There you go. Possibly? Yeah. That could have been it for me. I'm not sure. Hmm. I, I, I'd want to. I'd want to give you a legit answer, so I'd actually have to sit down and think about okay. it. Okay. I'm not instead of just it. wondering what I was watching at the time. That's all right. Uh, yeah, Salil Moonfry could be could be one. Hmm. Do you think your relationship with entertainment growing up has shaped your? Views on anything? I don't know. I, no, I don't think okay. so. I've always wondered how like certain shows hit people at certain points in their life. 
Garner, <coughs> would we want some video from inside the caucus from uh, Steve in Des Moines? We're inside the caucus? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's get some caucus video. I like cock video. Cock, <coughs> excuse me. Do you want to give him your email? Cocktober. <laughs> they should have held this in October. Yeah. Uh, Cocktober. Send it, send it to his Facebook. Uh, we got a few comments real quick. Uh, yeah, Will O'Donnell agreeing that Kathy Ireland was bad. Mm-hmm. Still she is. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, Will Elizabeth O'Donnell Hurley's my Hall of Famer, but I don't know that she was my first, though, is the thing. That's the, the issue there. Here's one. Will O'Donnell. He's, uh, I think he's 39. I used to crawl under the covers and kiss Daisy. I was four. I didn't fuck around because he had <laughs> Dukes of Hazard sheet. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I like that, Will. Jesus. I appreciate that about Crusty you. Crusty-ass sheets probably, boy. He was four. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Steve. Oh, well, I, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I was about to say. I was five years old and getting in trouble at school for having my pants around my ankles. Okay. That Jesus. means you were a weird kid. Playing doctor in the <laughs> poop slide. All right. Yeah, doctor. It doesn't mean you were a cast. I would just take my pants off. <laughs> On the sidewalk. Jesus, man! The neighbor girls would, well, whatever. You know, <sighs> yeah, I was, I was naked a lot as a child. You're a problem. Still are. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. That's like I should have been taught better <laughs> by my parents. Yeah. Too no much one told me I couldn't just, you know, have my pants off continuously. Yeah. I get to run around on that. We lived in Orlando. Yeah. My parents, my mom would take me to the beach every day, and I would just run around naked. Mm. I Explains thought that's your what love for cigarettes, too. Yeah. I feel like Orlando's probably a heavy cigarette population. Yell Hollander, enough caucus talk, more caucus talk. Ca- oh. Is that what we call a group of fans now? I think so. A, a caucus? Yeah. That's coming up quick. Sounds like a yeah, city is. in New Jersey. Caucus? Probably because it's a caucus. All right. I think we kicked the season yeah, put the this. ice in the water outside caucus. Yeah. Caucus. Kick the season off, I think, this weekend, yeah? What? Mm-hmm. No. XFL starts this weekend? I think so. Holy shit. No. They, they get at it right away. Yeah, the, uh, the point was literally to pick up right when football ends, when the NFL ends. I like, uh, I like all the local media personalities they included in uh, their game day, I guess, festivities. You had uh, mm-hmm. Patrico. He's a part of it from the point. You had uh, Michelle Smallman. Randy Molman, who you know, mm-hmm. Gardner. There's a few others I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I don't know the... Um, I don't know what uh, powers uh, the teams have. I know the league owns all the teams, so I don't know as far as integrating certain local personalities into the XFL franchises, but you would think if you really wanted to make the most out of that opening day, you try to figure out how to get Isaac Bruce there or get someone like get to get under recent Hall of Famer to make an Isaac Bruce night. Or whatever. Again, I don't know if they to can do that. St. Louis football. Or just to celebrate yeah. St. Louis football. Whatever you can do to get people ex- locally uh, who we associate either with Mizzou football, shoot cheese football, Rams, to maybe come down to get people excited. That would be the, the play the I would The Isaac attempt. Bruce thing is not a bad deal at all. I yeah. would even save it, though, maybe a little bit. Late in the season? Yeah. Absolutely. Because maybe you can organize and get some former teammates. Yes, that would be very cool to have the old NFL player. Still and I don't few, know if still it's... Still a few here in St. Louis. And I, I don't think... I, I don't... It's, a, it's an opportunity to recognize the man on the, on the football field he played on. And I think if I, if I read this correctly, it appears to me that the XFL 
just wants to be in the same room as the NFL. So I feel like it's not them going head to head. You know, when it first rolled out, it was, oh, this is going to be the new type of football. I think the XFL is okay with wanting to be the in the tweener league if you don't do well to get on a team in the NFL, but you still are good enough to potentially still make an NFL roster. Mm-hmm. I think the XFL wants to be that that fallback. I think they kind of want to be the baby sister, if you will, of the NFL. So I think they, I, I, you know, I feel like there may be more of a um, a relationship, a bond that they maybe want. I think it's a yeah. so I, it would be wise, I guess you say, for the long term play of the XFL if they were to become the oh shit that sucks that that guy's got cut, but. Man, maybe if he goes out the XFL next spring, he could have a chance to get on the NFL roster next year. I think that's essentially where the XFL wants to get. We need the the Battlehawks rules still. No one's put we that do. out. Because I want the ka, 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 slow clap. I asked Molman, who will be doing the, uh, the PA, PA yeah. to... He says he doesn't like to yell. I was asking him to yell, ka, ka, for first downs. But I was just just emphasize it then. Nice. And then caca. First down. Caca. Or or you yell for he yells or says first down. All he has to do maybe say is first down battle hawks, and then the crowd responds with the caca. Make it the crowd getting themselves involved with it. I can't wait till this picks up and they're forced to modify the logo, in two years. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like shit, this thing's picking up. All right, make it into a, a fucking hawk with missiles coming out of its wings. Mm. There, fine. And don't forget to get your t-shirts at buyjack.com. <laughs> Cause the law. I wish mm-hmm. we had a bunch of extra ones and we'd just go show up over at the courthouse and hand them out to all the, yeah. all the, uh, all the folks there, the call and order. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, some fo- I know some people over there. That'd be good. <laughs> I've appeared the in... F- front of some of those right. judges I've, I've i've made appearances there yeah I've walk into the police station just give them all the calls the law shirts uh-huh i appreciate the call and the call one. i think those are getting made right now actually uh, the design is at least in the works nice probably so smart the next step yeah I, I don't know overall i hope it's an entertaining fun thing that uh is one more cool thing to do right mm-hmm. why not i'm in big night uh super bowl uh we got some ratings uh, the overnights, uh, drawing 1.3% more viewers than last year. The Sunday's matchup between the Chiefs and 49ers had a grand total of 102 viewers spread across Fox. 102 million? 102 million, excuse me. There you go. Uh, viewers, that would be very embarrassing. Uh, given how many times the Chiefs clawed their way out of the first half deficit to Sunday's game, made watching to the end almost a must. And it was. It worked out. And I think also having the Chiefs in it uh, first time in 50-plus uh, years, that helped. Kansas City market was very into it, of course. 62.6 rating and a 97 share during the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. sporting a 55.7 rating and an 89 share for the game on the whole, according to Fox. Now, Gardner, you did some research. You discovered well, what I didn't the do other. the research. I saw a tweet from someone who did the research. Uh, they were saying, um, in response to KC peaking at a 97 share, a lot of people were asking, what about the other 3%? So for the record, so when you hit that 97 share, which was between 9 and 9.15 Central Time, you had the 97 on Super Bowl 54. Okay. 
had a one chair for NCIS <laughs> and a one chair for Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, no. Oh, so NCIS and Dr. Pimple Popper were the other two that were raking in the audience that night when it peaked in Kansas City. So NCIS, still a monster, an absolute monster, Dr. Pimple Popper, on its way to becoming that potential monster on TLC. That's gross. People love that shit. And that literally went from internet videos to an internet channel mm. to an actual TV show on a major network. And it's incredibly popular. Like this is their like they've already greenlit season three. They're, they're I think they're in the middle of season two right now, or season two just began. Uh-huh. And they're already greenlit season three. Like it's incredibly is popular. Is it exactly what it sounds it like? It is exactly what it but I mean there are different types of things that Filled with pus and okay. it needs. All right. Yeah. Okay. I never watched it. I hear people talking about it though. It is. It is. It is one of those. I don't know. It's like these genres are just coming from out of nowhere because of people's obsession with certain internet videos. Like, there's a large fan base of human beings that are who enjoy watching that. I don't know. They 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 tell me it's therapeutic. How I do not know. My sister loves it. My younger sister loves it. She loves watching the pimple popping? Yes. Have you watched it with her? I have not. I think they're absolutely disgusting. I don't like the human body doing things. I can't. If I can only see a cartoon doing it, I don't think the human body should be able to do it. So I ain't trying to see goo of a different color come out of your face. Well, I mean, the human body produces other sorts of all right. Ain't nobody trying to see that. Goo. Ain't nobody trying to see that. But it's just nature, though, Ain't man. You got a problem with nature? I do. Nature sometimes needs to sit as there as there. Really? S- nature, sit down. Hey, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, woman. <laughs> sit down. Because <laughs> it's mother nature. So it's hey, woman. Hey, woman. I just think you should watch it. Maybe spend some quality Ooh. time with your sister. No. And she could film your reactions to it. Oh. Yeah, yeah maybe. I ended up, speaking of watching disgusting videos, I ended up watching uh, A Fall from Grace, the new Tyler Perry movie that's on Netflix. How was that? What's it about? It, uh, it doesn't even really matter, honestly. It's, <laughs> it's, I'll do my best to try to summarize it for you. Essentially... Uh, after a divorce, this older woman uh, who's now trying to find love again um, meets this guy that's much younger, very good looking at this art gallery, and he hits on her. He you know, flirts really hard, bring, drops flowers by her job, and they go on a couple dates. He falls in love. Uh-huh. Uh, they Tyler up, Perry's in this? Tyler Perry is in this. And what happens is uh, as soon as they get married, the guy becomes basically a neglectful husband. He becomes verbally abusive. He ends up getting her fired because he goes to her job. She works at a bank and gets all these customer identifications and starts stealing their money. And the job thinks it's her and she's fired. And anyway, it sounds intense. It gets even more intense. So she goes and. Uh, they she gets into an argument with her ex-husband because she comes home after you know finding out she's been fired he's been sleeping with other women walks in and he doesn't just you know how you know he gets caught but he doesn't 
shoo away the mistress. No, no, no. He slams the door in his wife's face, tells her to go get him a fucking ashtray, and he continues to have sex with his mistress. Okay. So she gets upset Does one he day. Does menthols? He, I don't know. Oh. Not sure. I didn't catch the brand. But one day she gets fed up. She takes a baseball bat to his head, beats him to death, throws him down the stairs of her basement, um, and then she goes for a drive, calls a friend, comes home, body gone. And I'll just leave you at that. Spoiler alert. Hello. We were all going to yeah. clamor to see this one. This I'm not used to this Tyler Perry. Yeah, this was different. So it sounds like you really liked it. I I respect that ass. I I would not I would not give it uh, more than three booties. It would not give it. Not give it. It's I don't know. Tyler Perry apparently. This is not a Tyler Perry role that I I'm accustomed. He's to. in it. It's 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 it takes um, it just it's just you. It's almost hard. it literally is difficult to explain because you have to watch it. It's it's just so bizarre. It's such a bizarre. What movie. are we gonna do? A was it a Medea or a Tyler Perry movie club? We're going to do a Tyler Perry movie club. We can put this on the list. Yeah, we may have to. One of our it's many failures. Ta- we uh, dropped dropped the ball. It's, we, have a, it's, we have a list. He, he he said he he apparently filmed this in five days, and it looks I, like it. It does. And my thing is, and someone pointed this out on the internet on Twitter, you own your own studio. Who are you rushing for? Yeah. You, you, you are the studio exec. You are the CEO. You are, you are the marketing team. You are the guy who sets the release dates. Why do you think you have to film a f- movie in five days? Maybe there's a reason why. I, I, I'm sure there's a method to the madness. I just... So you're just trying to put my thing is out, just put as much out as he could? Put it this way. he knows people will watch? It's, it's, a, it's an incrementally better film with... Five more days of editing. So even if you're just like, "Ah, I want to get this in quick. All right, that's cool. We can add another five days just to make sure you know. But with the story, what what more could they really add? I mean, but we got there's a moment in the film, and it's so bad as far as editing. This woman, the main character, gets out of bed, puts on her house shoes. You see the house shoes as she's walking down the hallway. Cut. House shoes are no longer on her feet as she's walking down the steps. Oh no! And it's just like. Again, if you took maybe eight days, was you this, would have gotten that. You know what I'm saying? So was this I just, the one where you had texted us, I thought. Mm-hmm. Was this the one you were watching where the actor was reading the script? Yes, the judge who, who plays the judge in the film has the actual script in front of him on the bench. You can see the actual script on the bench. Uh. And it's just like the editing and the lighting. And it's just, it's just, it's those, it's, it's, look, we can critique story and that's fine. And it's, it's a very convoluted story. However, it's little things like the lighting. Like I, a person who hasn't gone to film school, shouldn't know right away. Yeah, this scene is lit terribly. Like, you know, like things like that, I shouldn't be able to pick up. It's not lit. It's not lit. And, and 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 there's no need for that type of quality to fall through. Is Tyler Perry mailing it in? I don't know. He I sold, don't sold that jet to Kenneth Copeland. And now got he's the trying money. to get the yeah. money back. Here's the thing: just, it's a yeah, net, I'll do whatever. It's a Netflix deal, so Netflix doesn't. Netflix, ah, we don't care. We gave you a bunch of money. Just when you get to around doing it, you'll you'll film it. You'll do it. Like I don't, 
I don't know. Maybe it's something more about the business that I'm not just familiar with. Maybe it's just the method of his madness. That's the way he just works. He he wants to get it done, and he doesn't like to linger. And he's made it very clear that he is he's very hands on and everything, like the well, entire he, production. Well, if he's hands on like that, this seems kind of bad. It doesn't create for a a high quality product. We have uh, a and question. That's unfortunate. Yes. With, uh, Black Sheep asks, does he play the husband, wife, mistress, baseball bat, and friend? <laughs> baseball bat. <laughs> he, he, he does not. He actually takes, I guess, a smaller role in this one. Uh, he plays uh, the head of this um, public defender office. And the, the, the other side character, the supporting character, she's a... A public defendant trying to get this woman off for this murder. I can't have him. I would need someone like Anthony Anderson as the public I bet you do. Office. I bet you do. Mm. But it was just a tough watch. But apparently Netflix said like in the first week it's one of, it was one of its highest watched films. So well, then it's, there's it, your answer. But that's hey, my thing. just throw something up here. So we but it, 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 it right. does come back. I don't know. I have a theory. I'm going to work on it a little bit more. A little bit further than my Jeffrey Epstein theory. But I do have a theory on Tyler Perry, and I and I just want to make sure I have the pieces together before I publicly say. Can you give it. a hint? Um, I believe it's my hypothesis is that white executives in Hollywood created Tyler Perry. Oh God! Like in a lab? Not in a lab, but essentially, this is a Hollywood social experiment that's being ran by executives of the major studios in Hollywood. What if Tyler Perry did Black Panther 2 instead? Would you be on board with that? I my I I would No, that's a no. I would <laughs> I don't man, I would. That's that should be our that should be a, a little skit. If Tyler what if Tyler Perry did Black Panther 2? How would that look? That's what I want to know now. Man, that's like this. Like this world doesn't like need what, any I like more what conflict. I make you think. You can see when you're thinking. Because this world doesn't and need you any don't more like conflict. It. We don't need any more controversy. I think everything's controversial. Everybody thinks everything's controversial. So we do not need what, that type of. You want to talk about? Could, you want to see well, the black it be community? The worst sequel ever. Then it here's what. Or it, they would be upset that it took away some gains made. Here's the thing: is I'm not even necessarily worried about the film. I'm worried about the buildup. Because now you're going to have comic book trolls and black Twitter basically merging into one. And then that group, see, you see what I'm saying? See what I'm mixing? Oh, see God. the pot I'm stewing? That's, I'm not even worried about the film. I'm worried about the people intermingling and that becoming masticized into a whole nother, oh, God, black Twitter and comic book Twitter? You don't, come on. Together we don't, as one. Together as one. Do you know what those gifs and memes would look like? Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, I don't think we're ready for that. It's just a thought. It'd be a, a hell of a way to celebrate Black History Month. I, I just, it, and it, it is. And I think, I think I'm willing to do something here. I know our time here at We Are Live is soon coming to an end. But I think I'm willing to admit something that Chris has pointed out for the four years we've been doing this show. That Twitter... Something's wrong. Something's wrong with them people. Something's missing. Chris was right. You're one of them. There's people. something. There's something not right 
when you are on Twitter, something switches, something changes in the brain, in the synapses, something happens when you open up that site, your normal functions of your brain sort of shut off. I don't know how. I don't know about that. But I feel like there's a percentage. There's something about Twitter that does make us two to four percent dumber. Uh-huh. I think I'm pretty it's much funny. the same person. Twitter is funny, but there are aspects. I was just looking at the conversation yesterday in regards to the Iowa caucuses and just the other issues that are going on, the coronavirus, just there are some, the whole host of things that are going on and just the menial, like just the very stupid conversations that were taking place. Like just the, the even the J-Lo and Shakira like, that conversation was going on longer than it needed to be. Uh-huh. Like, there were just so many meaningless things that were going on. Like, and they were not just, like, being funny, because if they were funny, I would, oh, I laugh. They were, like, serious conversations about the halftime Super Bowl. Like, serious people writing for serious publications having a serious discussion about the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Seriously? Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So that it's... So I don't... I, it's crazy to me. It's a world... That is just completely void of sincere reality. It's like we re- we're willfully removing ourselves oh, from what we know. A new as T-shirt. Sincere reality. <laughs> That's what you came up with for pausing it. It just doesn't feel. It feels like people are being are you serious. Of sincerity. Chris, write it down. Maybe that's what Cereality. I mean. <laughs> really But I don't know. Sincerity. I was just why I don't know something about. And maybe it was just a weird day. It was the day after the Super Bowl, and people were just bored, and <laughs> the Iowa caucuses were weird and confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just felt like I had conversations over here where people were mocking democracy because democracy set itself up to be mocked in this instance, mm-hmm. and then we had people being ultra serious about. Shakira and her tongue and her thing. She's like, I, I, it w- it felt like, it felt like I was inside a black beer for a moment. See, but I'm glad in a way that those, some of those conversations happened or else I wouldn't have known the background about Shakira's little tongue flapping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or else how do I know that? Is someone going to do, you know, an article and it gets pushed in my face and I see it? No. It's, 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 and I, I, I and I think, I see why it does have such a negative effect on people's emotions. It's literally a constant stream of the worst information that's currently taking place in the world. Well, I think my information's good. It's it, it, that it, I put it. And even like even if you do follow, whether it's a comedian or you follow a silly brand mm-hmm. or a certain personality on on YouTube, it still brings itself back to a string of god awful information, like the worst of the worst. And you're just like helpless. So yeah, Chris, I tip of the cap to you, man. You are right about Twitter. You are right. It is something so about that's not that is not that is dark, man. That is a black that is real life black mirror. Twitter is real life black mirror. There's no doubt in my mind. Hmm. It was it was I don't know. I haven't seen Black Mirror. Oh, Shocker. Oh, get your life together. It really does it's a queasy, it's a queasy show. It's a show where you're watching and you're just like, it's uneasy. You know, like it's it's, it really is a great new take on the Twilight Zone. Like, it is 
man, you would watch Not certain easy. situations. You're just like, ah, because it's it's obviously it's it's the beauty is at least in the early seasons is that it's not as far-fetched of a reality that we mm-hmm. presently have. So the technology obviously doesn't exist. Well, However, variations of. of it. Right, exactly. That we, know of. that we know of. But the variations of the technology do exist. So it puts you in a position of, well, this isn't completely out of the realm of being realistic. And I think that's what Twitter has become. It's that's what I, my sabbatical has taught me. Anyway, wow, Chris. what a learned individual. Hmm. Huh, okay. Hey, after last night, do you guys have a candidate? For president? Yeah. From the Iowa Hawkus. Iowa's Hawkus. Mm-hmm. Anybody that uh, juices your beats right now, Denman? If you had to make a decision today, here on J, uh, February 4th. Out of Happy the, birthday, by the way, Rosa Parks. Out February of the people 4th. available? Yeah, out of everybody available, including the current oh, occupant of the White House. I'll give you a second here real quick. Oh, okay. just saying who's going to be the next president? No, who you are going to select um, for your president. Happy birthday, Rosa Parks. Happy birthday, Grandpa Evans. Grandpa well. Evans! Uh, equally important on the scene. Bob Evans. Bob Social. Evans. Very yeah. true. Man. Uh, yeah, but you haven't. You don't, now, if you're not there yet, that's oh, fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote for Trump. Um, but you do you have a, a Democratic candidate that you... That maybe is juicing your beats. You want to hear more from? Not really. Nobody's. I mean, yes, I want to hear more. I guess, but I don't know. It's kind of. I like you're a Yang guy. He'd be interesting. Okay. I don't know how realistic he is. It feels like Bernie and Biden are the only two that could like handle the whole thing. Okay. The Pete guy seems a little uh, out of his league. Yang's like my cool friend, and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and you're like, why did you let him run your business? <laughs> he's cool. Tell me, give me a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, but did you ever ask where he's getting the thousand dollars from? Um, uh, I think Bernie said Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't actually know. It seems it. Yeah, Yang would be fun, I guess. But are we needing fun? Like, I don't know. I uh, it's it's pretty. It's you've pretty been tough. Bur- Gardner. You've been kind of enjoying the Bernie message recently. Yeah, Bernie. I think just since he's all in on uh, Medicare for all. Yeah. Um, well, he's he's gonna have some trouble, man. Uh, he keeps trying to pull like money out of politics, which means people are just gonna keep spending money to take him down to make sure he doesn't get in there, so they still get to kind of have that power. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure like some of that includes trying to get a certain Supreme Court case overturned. Yeah, certainly, that is a lot. United, which is a terrible decision. Um, Burn. I will say, but this. Bernie. I mean, and Bernie was preparing. His team was at least preparing uh, an announcement of what executive orders he would put in place mm-hmm. on the very first day, very and I, I intrigued Travis with one of those, which would be the federal legalization of marijuana. Uh, that would be day one. I don't think he says is it was a student loan debt on day one or first no, hundred days. Not no, not student loan debt. That wasn't at least in the executive okay. orders, like because there was a uh, some immigration stuff okay. that they were gonna, uh, multiple immigration executive orders, and then also um, one. I think they were going to go with that route with declaring climate change a national emergency. I tell you um, what, I think um, I'm with Chris. I like, I would, I would love for Yang to be more presidential. He's a guy who I think you would want in government because I think he would be an asset. So I would like to see him play a role in a, a Democratic uh, administration. Um, I just don't I, have a I'm not scared of what people 
I guess they call it. Like, if we look at Bernie Sanders and if we look at other countries in the world and what Bernie Sanders is, he's not even a revolutionary. No. It's, it's, it's his brand of what we call socialism. So, right. And it's very watered down. Revolutionary socialism. It's very, it's, right. Like, people, people really have no clue. Right. What socialism Absolutely. is, or what different brands of socialism right. are, or they use it's a boogeyman. It is a boogeyman. It always has been a boogeyman. I'm not scared of that. No, um, because older there, people there are, are. There are older people. Yes, are. there sure. are. Of yeah. course, that's why you see him trending better, or, trending more with young folks as the, opposed the to the people age discrepancy over sixty. With him yeah. is incredible, mm-hmm. and that's not surprising. I mean, look, I was thinking about this: if you're a young and try and take yourself back too, if you're a young voter. You're looking for, a lot of it is inspiration, right? Absolutely. You're looking to be inspired. Right. Uh, to change the world. Right. You have that kind of, you know, the big eyes in that. As people get older, what do they fear more than anything? They fear change because they're not going to be able to catch up with it. Hey, hey, so, hey. <laughs> I just learned Gmail the other day. Yeah. Yeah, stop, stop this. So it's not just by human nature itself yeah. it's not surprising to see those kinds of numbers when you look at what he's trying to sell you all right i I'm, I'm just like I i'm not worried about that and anyone who tries to make it like this monster of socialism they really probably don't understand what they're talking about i i i, I just want a candidate because i know this is going to be a dog fight i know all summer it's just going to be it's going to get you know this Look, he's getting warmed up. Tonight's going to be a big night for for Trump with the State of the Union. Mm -hmm. Then on Wednesday, it's expected that he'll get to his acquittal. This guy's going to have wind to his back. He is going to, he's coming out swinging. And so you're going to need a candidate there that can spar with him. That not only spar with him, but can be smart, savvy, quick, and cool under pressure. And got to have somebody that's willing to fight. You have to understand that this whole, we're going to be civil and, and ah, no, I don't need that. No, you need to, when he hits you, you need to come back just as hard. Like, you can't be a candidate that's just going to be like, well, we're not going to play that kind of politics. Nah, gloves have to be willing to come off. You don't have to name call. Yeah, you don't have to name call anything like that. You don't have to bring in kids and family, but I'm saying But you can turn like... Look, his ideas are stupid and right. ridiculous. Right, and you, you have to be able to turn those around on yes. him pretty quickly and quickly, and use it to if attack. Be like, he's talking all this shit, but he's yet to give you a plan for how he's going to do it. Yeah. Like, I need a fighter, and right now, I, Bernie I, has it's that just, in him. It's just for me, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's not even worth it. Like with that, because healthcare is my biggest. Thing. Yeah, of course. And it, and it showed Republicans last night. have failed at healthcare, of course, for over a decade. And and, and I, but you, but to your and point, then, oh, I'll show you my plan after the election. Right, you don't have a fucking plan. And that's the thing. I need a. I need someone like that that can who understands what's at stake and understands the fight. And right now, for me, yeah. it is. It is. It's Warren and Bernie. Those are the two right now who I can see. And that would be my one too as well. Yeah. And, and and Bernie even like last I, night looked a little I, bit more presidential last night we're, too. We're we're just simply flip flop. Yes, yes, and that's all it is. And I think even I think we saw a recent poll where Elizabeth Warren supporters were just like, at the end of the day, we want to support Warren. That's our nominee. However, we're supporting whoever the nominee is. And so, I, I those are the two candidates where I can wrap my arms around. I Joe Biden's going to be a tough fix for me only because Joe Biden is. He's not. He's not Trump, uh, but Trump's gonna make him look well, like Trump. And the thing Does is that too, make sense? Look, he's gonna try to. He knows 
that he can get Joe dirty and Joe's going to play along. He knows Joe doesn't have that's the that's political discipline to but not no play malarkey. in the mud. Right. Oh, weren't, weren't you saying that's what you what they need to do? I no, I think no, I think Joe Biden isn't savvy enough. Put it that I don't way. know that anyone is. I don't I think know that Warren, it, I think Warren's it, smart enough. Because I don't She's know. already been attacked by him for years, so I feel like she's she's kind of one she's already sparred with him. She's like, okay, the Pocahontas thing is what he's gonna work with. All right, so she survived that. And now I think Trump has punched himself out when it comes to Elizabeth Warren. I mean, there's going to be other know. shit there they're going to try to come up with. But, but I, here's, I mean, she... the thing is this, though. I mean, I don't know that you can spar with them if you want, but you don't even you're not looking to attract the middle of the road voters. No, you're way. not like that. Like, and I say this and I'm not saying people don't matter, but your your vote doesn't matter to me because it's not needed to win. That's true. And that's what I'm concerned. Very with. true. Like if someone's like, "Oh, I'm an independent," well, you know, make up your mind. Yeah, yeah. That's what one of these yeah. one of the caucus Stop goers said yesterday. One of the caucus goers does that yesterday. She was on MSNBC and they were just interviewing random people who were at the Come caucus, on. and she said, "Yeah, uh, these not undecideds, <laughs> these so-called independents. Uh, I have a neighbor, and he just likes being wooed. He just loves the attention. Yeah. He enjoys candidates coming by. He enjoys the attention on Twitter and Instagram. You're, you're an elite he, basketball he, recruit. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's essentially <laughs> what you're. That's what they're trying to disguise themselves. Oh, as. I'm taking a so visit I'm to with, Kansas. I'm, with you on I'm that taking one. a visit to do. When I oh. see independent, when I see them, even pull it up, and I'm just like, okay, shut up. No, you, All right. you. Well, that's fine. You go be an independent. I don't need to talk. To right, you. right. You like you. The undecided voter in October pisses me off pisses me off how 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 chris <laughs> the election in three weeks i don't know man trump or hillary i ain't sure what Gar what gardner i i sent you a link i don't know if it's possible to pull up but there is an amazing is it a video no it's just a picture it's an amazing snippet of uh of everything but i need the full i need the oh boy. the headline and the ad under it um, oh boy. for the next link to see i don't know if it's possible but that could be uh, something that, and you don't have to put the graphic up or anything but we'll tell everybody that gastro pit we've got a comedy show this thursday 8 30 stop by we're on the hill having some fun free comedy thursday at gastro pit stop by enjoy some barbecue and uh, comedy this this thursday did you see what i, f I sent you no about the super bowl i see that you see what it says and for the first time in a half a century, the Lombardi Trophy is headed to Missouri. Uh -huh. Do you oh. understand why? And oh. then do you see the link underneath it? What's the link underneath? I don't see a link underneath it. What was the There's link a headline underneath it that says... And they just pop it up on the screen. We'll see. If that's easy. Well, it's not, but we can try. You'll well, have to give me a There's a headline on Business Insider... That says, uh, <laughs> for the first time, and this is like a photo thing, for the first time in 50 years, the Lombardi Trophy, uh, dang it. Yeah, Lombardi Trophy is headed to Missouri. See anything wrong with that statement, Travis? Yeah, because the Lombardi Trophy uh, has, a, has been in Missouri. Yeah. And it hasn't been a half a century since it lasted. Under, if you scroll down, it says read more under it. Uh, read more is a link that says... Trump mistakenly congratulated the great state of Kansas after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win. That's right. That's just a little slice of uh, the world today. The president mm -hmm. screws up the state, a large media publication, and ah, Business Insider India is what it says. Either way, a large media publication 
has the uh, the mess up right there with uh, the mess up link right under it. So I thought that was a little slice of life. It's messed up. Messed up, man. That's all messed up. Absolutely. Um, you know what's not messed up? St. Louis Counseling Services. Oh. oh, that's right. Mental Health Matters, the podcast available on their website and uh, all platforms where you get your podcasts. stlouiscounseling.org for more information. Great people and great services right here in St. Louis for you and yours. What else we got, guys? You want to wrap it up? Uh, just some last-minute Hawkins news. Pete Buttigieg is uh, apparently attempting to claim victory. Oh, he did that last night. Okay, yeah, so that. it has led to some confusion. There's um, a lot going on with that because, like, that shadow company we had mentioned earlier, apparently mm-hmm. his campaign had donated to them or paid them in some Jeez. way for some services. I think other campaigns have as well, though, too. So I'm not sure what to make of that without really diving into it more. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's laughable. Yeah. What what's occurred there? Uh, I, we were, like we were saying with Jeff, I I for one am, I just hope this means the death of caucuses in general. And I mean the Iowa, I, I Iowa and New Hampshire. Honestly, I've I've had an issue for a long time since I was in college, having them be the kickoff places. Where would for, you want it to start? Man, start it in the places that matter: New York and California. Let's okay. get let's get we this baby. St- no, let's hands. get this bad boy started. Who are we to? What's more reflective of this country? Those two states. Uh, you may even throw Florida in there. Maybe even Texas. I'm fine with that. But let's mm-hmm. stop picking New Hampshire and Iowa, like the whitest of the whitest states in the union. We have to pick a more diverse electorate to give us a general idea as to how these candidates would resonate with all Americans. And the fact that we well, have to spend the first on... six months of 29 or the last six months of 2019 and the first month and a half of the new year talking about issues that are only of concern to a small group of white people just seems like a bad way to kick off a national election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about what these specific white people who don't interact with other parts of the country feel about these important issues that affect the entirety of the country. Well, Why? The, the, I don't... Fact, the fact of the matter is, and I get frustrated with this, when, because like, if you were to say, like, oh, the cities are the heartbeat of the country, uh, how would certain people respond to that? I mean, there are people in smaller towns and that. Right. Well, what do you mean? Well, the reality is, that's where people are. Right. <laughs> right. It's simple math. Right. So where people are, that's going to matter most because it's not about land mass and right. shit like that. It's where are people? What are they doing? And then think so about density th- and that matters right. in terms of what is running your country. Right. Um, you can have your romanticism and all that bullshit. If you right. want, then fine. Um, but it's not in re- a reality of what is going on in the country. And, and if you can't realize that, that means you're in your bubble and right. you don't leave it. And that's fine too. But look, we're going to change things. Not only that, I think, here's the thing. A guy like Pete Buttigieg works perfectly for those states. That's why he's still around. Let's be real. But if Pete Buttigieg had to go to freaking L.A., if he had to go to New York, if he had to go to Chicago, if he had to go to Miami, if he had to go to Austin or Atlanta, Pete Buttigieg would not have been heard from anyone. Or at least if he had, his message would have been strong enough where it resonates with a, a wider electorate. So if Pete Buttigieg is the real deal, then he would be able to convince Hispanics, blacks, women, gays to be able to go along with his message. The fact that he gets to spend the entire year catering to particular issues only set aside specifically for a group of white voters, mm-hmm. I think has allowed a guy like Pete Buttigieg just to hang around. Texas would be an interesting way to start it just because yeah. 
it's it's a changing state as well. Yes, you know, very evolving. Um, po- possibly becoming a little purple. Yeah. Uh, so that that that's what's intriguing. And there's but a, you have big cities, you have the rural areas, yeah. you really have to work it in Texas. That's why I would love to so see. So there's one where you would right. you would touch on a lot of different things. So I mean, that's interesting to me. But the thing is, like, does that hold over time, or maybe it's just people start realizing too. Some of our traditions are really stupid. Stupid. Yes. Like, and you just don't have to do it. Oh, just because you've done them for so long. Once again, it's people fearing change. Right. Doesn't mean you have to keep doing, doing the it. same stupid Especially now. Thing. Especially now. Especially what we know how it's like, it's, sensitive I, our I elections are already. It made me think of, I mentioned Texas. It made me think of this. Remember Texas A&M? They had that tragedy with the bonfire. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we don't want to get rid of the bonfire because it's... Stop having a fucking fire that's that, gigantic. It's the size of this building. With people around, around it. it. <laughs> like 10 feet underneath it. Like, oh, but it's tradition. Well, your fucking tradition is stupid. And dangerous and literally yeah, deadly. You're killing people. <laughs> you're killing people. There are some things you need to say, oh, maybe we should rethink this. Or adapt, be innovative, and create something new. Be creative. You can't, like, and, and I mean, this- it's just like. And it, I, what you are is just lazy. And I'm using traditions are just can be absolutely lazy. And then I was I was I'm of one that likes to try to you know help people understand why this is that politically. But it has gotten to a point where even like a casual observer, it's hard to explain why we need it. Like even the casual political observer last night was like, okay, let, set aside the app. What this caucus? Are you in a high school gym right now? <laughs> oh hell! Why is that? Are y'all are y'all in clicks? Are y'all in a click right? And then there was a moment during the caucus, Chris, where to decide who won that oh, precinct yeah. was, waiting for this. was a coin toss. Where <laughs> this person is going to be potentially the most powerful person on earth, and we're using a we're using fucking Harvey Dent two face rules yeah. to determine who's going to represent a political party. But it's tradition, Travis. They flipped a coin. They flipped a fucking coin mm-hmm. to decide who's going to represent a major political part. Oh, God. They should have had Dak Prescott do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to pick the coin? Is it just a regular quarter? Yeah. Is there a commemorative caucus coin? These are things that... Uh, you know, in that instance, they should have that on the app to where they have a coin flip <laughs> part of it. They should have thought of that ahead of time. They're playing quarters to decide who's going to be the president of the United States. What have we come to? Flip a coin to tune in tomorrow, live at 8 a.m. Hope it goes our way. We'll see you then. Peace. Heads.